back again for another episode. Two guys, one blunt. Ye ye And listen, folks, avoid the layoffs. It's getting cold out there. It's hot and cold. Yeah, too the- spicy in the boardroom and too cold outside. Yeah, so uh, we're we're writing you from November 2019. This is uh, this is in the midst of the cannabis depression in yeah. California right now. The first, the first one since the inaugural the cannabis one. depression. Yeah, <laughs> woo! It only took. This is coming up on the three-year anniversary of legalization. We've already shot the, ourselves. the decision passing. Yes, yes, yeah. of the decision passing. And, uh, well, it, it, was it, it went into 2017, January, started. No, 20, 2018, Prop oh, 64. Oh, 2018 was when it started? Yeah, January 1st, 2018 was Prop 64. And, oh, shit. Uh, so we are less than two years into Prop 64, and already these investors who came throwing their billions at this industry thinking they were going to make a quick buck are getting cold feet and pulling their money out of cannabis yeah and all the companies that just blew through billboard national advertising campaigns like pretty much i feel like every brand that i saw with billboards in the last year really this last year the companies that had like the billboard campaigns yeah every single one lowell had yeah. layoffs ease definitely got fucked weed maps right. got fucked weed maps had a lot um, medmen just had a bunch yep medmen had a bunch yep um like flocana flocana just had uh they laid off was it uh 20 I mean, percent of their workforce i think it was not insignificant numbers yeah 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 uh Several friends of mine that worked for them, they they're like, that was my life. You know, they dedicated, yeah. you know, and that's a lot of the people. I can't imagine people that moved to other cities for MedMen. That's what I've heard is a lot of people moved. In some cases, other states. Yeah, yeah. That's what I meant to say. Even. Yeah. Uh, that's, I mean, honestly, you're an idiot. <laughs> Do your research. Um, well, yeah, know what you're getting involved with with some of these companies. I think a company like MedMen may present a very professional and developed picture but the truth is is that the cannabis industry is neither of those things yet mm-hmm. as much as it wants to be and so these pitfalls still exist and i just find it really hard to believe that if you're in even if you're working at a medmen i don't think the bubble is that small mm-hmm. that like you're going to catch wind that it is not generally the everybody's anybody that knows cannabis is not necessarily shopping at MedMen, and you know that that they have like the walmart vibes basically. and in addition to that how many people do we personally know who either work for MedMen or have worked for MedMen, mm-hmm. and how many positive things do they have to say oh I, not, if not you many. look at their indeed their indeed is a mess indeed or glass door yeah the reviews from people who have and it's all about management yeah. It's all, and that's what all of this is, is gross mismanagement of employees funds, uh, and other people's money. These people are pretending to understand the market and just taking these bold risks and making these huge moves and plays when like 
people who declare themselves as experts in this industry who've never, you know, really got their hands dirty in this industry. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, you see them. I, I, there's another kid, a friend of mine, who's starting their own company, and it's just like, right now? Like, you're inspired to start a company right now? now? Like yeah. Of all the things that you could do. Yeah. But God bless him. Like, I hope that shit works out. Because apparently it worked out for MedMen. Yeah. Their timing was better. I don't know. Uh, I think really if you're, like, thinking of launching a brand in California especially, you have to be super diligent and careful about what you're doing because it's a very saturated market. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a lot of ways to mess up not you know besides not making the best product that you can which unfortunately i don't think enough companies are doing yeah but besides that there's plenty of other uh banana skins on the way to becoming a successful enterprise in prop 64 cannabis Mm -hmm. well as a uh you know a quick side note we can go back to this because i feel like that's huge that's a this is a real topic and we have a lot of solutions potentially to you know well we don't want to get too heavy either i was i was just you know we've had the layoffs and it's like significant but i think i know where you're going let's smoke some weed about it let's smoke some weed about it i've got a i've got a positive story to tell you guys about a company that uh has recently just been just killing it i was talking about how much i loved 710 labs on a previous podcast the whole scavenger hunt thing just turned me on which uh you almost ended up driving to area 51 almost six hours six and a half hours but so that uh part of the contest was like you know scouring the website so i found this i'm not doing a handheld so oh hell yeah um part of this was finding a list or getting on the list of ogs i'm trying to just take this little small but do you want to do a joint of this all right all right so we're gonna do we're gonna roll up a joint of sour tangy right now from 710 labs from 710 labs do you mind doing just a little i'll just give you this much because i'm broke as fuck do a little one that should be keep it simple I got. Do you have? You have. You I got, got raw all the papers. Oh yeah, I definitely respect the. I have my toolkit. The raw game. So, part of this contest, I'm like, checking out their website, and I sign up for this list, and I give them a DM. I don't even remember what I said to be honest, but it must have worked because, uh, a couple months later. How did you become aware of the list's existence? It was on the website. Okay. And you I just happened to be on the website because I was crawling through the website for the scavenger gotcha. hunt. I really, gotcha, gotcha. I went hard on this shit. You're looking for a pixel, you know what I mean? So I'm like oh. clicking every single website, reading every single thing. I get a email a couple months later, congratulations, you're on the list. And like, so they're like, this is our first time we're doing this uh, to celebrate our fans and the OGs that really appreciate us. Mm-hmm. We are going to get a drop directly to the fans. Like, fuck a dispensary. We're partnering up with... A delivery service. Who did they partner with? Do you have that? Uh, this was Grassdoor. Okay, Grassdoor Grass down here. But in shout out Grassdoor too. Good for, job, Grassdoor. I mean, yeah. good good partnership. Yeah, definitely. But uh, I think in the Bay Area where their headquarters is and their Grove facility, they delivered it personally. Mm, so it was like that's a nice touch. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then there were like three areas. It was like Bay Area, 
maybe Bay Area, Oakland, and uh, LA, something like that. And I believe you also got, uh, I mean, you you didn't get a personal delivery, but you got a handwritten letter? Oh, I mean, it looked fucking handwritten. Um, I, I've got that in my little, I actually put that in my memento box. I was like, nice. this is tight. Um, yeah, so it was I minimum $250 order, so I definitely had to call a couple friends to go in right, with me. Right, right, I just got the flower, because I'm a flower boy. You know, you know I ain't. Hashtag flower boy. I ain't about that dab life. I But honestly, seeing all this, like, I would definitely fuck with it. It's gorgeous. But, um... Once I have a rig, it's a problem, because the amount of hash in my fridge will put me into a coma for a while. Yeah, and then the flower just won't hit the same. Yeah. But it's which nice... Is, to, I wish that, dude. That's the problem with this sour tangy. The twenty-seven percent, just like twenty-seven yeah, percent, and the like terps are. I can tell you, if you had smell-o-vision, the terps are off the chart. Yeah. Here. Nothing like any other tangy that I've smelled. There's a faint, a faint like orangey smell, mm-hmm. but usually with tangy, that orange is upfront and way too personal. Exactly. For this my is. Liking. It is sour. It's like sweet. sour hoppy funky dank stinkiness with like a touch of orange zest and icing it's like Mm, um uh let's see my girlfriend described it as like an orange meringue you know like it is the the orange is very subdued but it is present oh we get some asmr on that grindage yeah this um so i got the uh shit delivered uh if you guys check the instagram the two guys one blunt instagram uh when we got the order you'll you would have seen the fat ashtray this is gorgeous gorgeous dichrome dichrome faceted i don't uh, usually like shit that's dichrome by me the way. neither me neither they it's like subtly dichrome yeah seven it says 710 labs and then on the bottom it says ogs make better og it is Gorge and it's fat. Like they they weren't fucking around. They hooked it up. They gave you the neoprene bag too with it, because the homegirls got five hundred dollars worth of wax between the two of them. Shout out to the homies who made Shout that Shout out possible. to She Flies High and uh, Michaela Lay, both at the Pottery. Go check out those girls. They're the best. Um, and they also dab for real. They fucking for real dab. Well, that's what you do when you put in a $500 order with 710 Labs. <laughs> exactly. For real. So, yeah, mad props to 710 Labs for just doing it right. And then on each eighth, each eighth of flower, you can buy an eighth of 710 Labs and read a note from the founder just talking about he's been through it all to bring you the best of the best. That's literally all and they want to do. that's all they do. want. That's all they want. They want to smoke the best weed and smoke the best hash, and they don't want to compromise anything. Mm-hmm. And that's awesome. And I will say, for this was $50 before tax. They covered half the tax, covered the delivery fee. Like, all of this is amazing. Cause what just, would the delivery fee be, out uh, of curiosity, if it wasn't covered? Probably $10, $20, something okay. like that. I don't know if it's dependent right. on It all adds much. up. It all yeah, adds up. Exactly. Um, they just, instead of letting it sit at a dispensary... They are rewarding their fans. And the fact that a brand can have enough fans to even like to even consider it, let alone execute. Well, they've opened Pandora's box now. Because how many other people will have how many other brand people alone will have caught wind of this and done it? 
mm-hmm. and then thought, shit, we need to do the same thing. We need to yeah. partner with a delivery service to get our brand from farm to table. Because that's what this is. I mean, this is, you know, farm to table or soil to shelf. Yeah. Some companies like to say, but... Farm to bong. Yeah. They, this is... Th- you can't really beat this. This is taking out the middleman. They, yeah. they package it, and it then goes into a subsequent package, which goes to you. Mm-hmm. And you... I mean, just the, the trikes. Yeah. The trikes on this shit, it looks like... Like, your plug has never had this 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 bringing up the plug is exactly right like this this looks like the grower put it into a jar and just mailed it straight to me right which is like which is pretty, pretty much, much what exactly happened. what happened it's so fresh it's kind of crazy when you think about it this is on that level grandma's cookies level you know yeah. the, the the cookie dough cash where you at i i'm still looking still central looking. valley come down to la we'll buy still it all looking fresno fresno earl Trepreneur. That Yo. five five nine. Bring Yo, that hook, bring that bud down here. That gra- those up. grandma's cookies. Hook it up. We'll we'll buy the whole two ounces. Yeah, it's a quarter limit per person, but it's these dude. These kids are balling. We'll bring, we'll man. bring enough people. Renting Lambos and eating five A rated Wagyu beef and Bape Supreme all fucking day. Is Just, that who? Seven ten? This is the Earl Trepreneur guy. Oh right. That's the guy that we would get this cash tree mason yeah, from. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's the difference too. About that is life. That's your plug. It's like a dude that I mean God bless that lifestyle, but like, yo, what? Like I'm sure with all that money that they blown they could have started their own fucking grow op at this point, you know? But who knows? Some people just that's their life. They love that shit. And the back of the 710 jar says, quality over everything. Amen, sir. We've got 33.08% active cannabinoids, 27.7% THC. So you could be, you could round that up to 28 if you wanted to. Amazing. Doesn't taste like, and it doesn't have any of the tangy properties that normally put me off tangy. It doesn't have sweetness to it. It's sour, it's tart, it's smoky straight away the exhale is as good as the inhale smooth mm, it's like a cheese it's like got a cheesy it's like an orange creamsicle with like some nice cheese like munster cheese and an orange creamsicle yeah maybe only the, the only the stronger cheeses make me think of cheese when it comes to weed so like i only ever think of like blue cheeses or you know really stinky cheeses but the milder ones like munster and stuff mm-hmm yeah. It's just a layer of, it's like not necessarily bitey cheese, but creamy, <coughs> creamy nutty. But this is, this is the result of, like they say, quality over everything. There's nothing sacrificed to make this as good as it could possibly be. Yeah. It's, and the difference is, is that that's not going to cast a wide enough net to make most companies happy. Mm-hmm. The audience that they're going to get. From yeah. Them. And I mean, I'm going to check their Instagram because I'm pretty sure they have they have a huge legit following like it's it's really founded they started in denver and then they came out well i believe them and field were once the same company interesting yeah like the guy who started field is once from 710 or or vice versa Two hundred and three thousand followers hit us up in the comments if you know about the origins of, of 710 and field and whether there's a relationship there but i believe that's the story that I was told firsthand. I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, they. So you think we're going to see more companies doing this? More companies uh, finding routes direct to consumer. I mean, not just. I don't even think it's about the routes direct to consumer. That that's just a symptom of them being just authentic. You know, the the community has responded. A lot of the black market people. Uh, sorry to switch it up, but I heard the. Uh, illicit market referred to a well-established illicit market market yeah they say illicit market and it's like uh that was the poorly functioning but totally functioning medical market that is now just totally illicit like Mm. but that's the problem is legalization and we'll we'll get more on this later legalization made the medical market illicit and now it's in cahoots with people that really don't have any soul about them well i think the problem is that there's not enough distinction in the legal market to create like a a a crowbar of separation for the medical needs and and a way of catering directly to that like that doesn't exist Mm -hmm. um in the way that it should to provide extra benefits or extra layer of protection for medical consumers i mean the one thing that you do have now that you've never had is california cannabis is probably one of the cleanest things you can buy like product-wise across the spectrum, yeah. I don't care what you're buying. Any Unless you're talking goods. medicine, you know, like pharmaceutical no, medicine. Told to me directly from a farm pharmaceutical sales rep who works with us. Like they, the the pharmaceutical standards are not as demanding as California cannabis purity standards. <laughs> so there you have it. Like literally one of the cleanest products that you will you will buy. Obviously there is a cost to that, mm-hmm. and that's what a lot of people have a gripe with, and it starts all the way at the top with the the per ounce tax mm-hmm. that gets put on the cult- cultivator and then trickles all the way down to the end buyer. Yeah, because indoor is taxed the same as outdoor. Right, which so is... So outdoor people are paying, you know, they're paying exorbitant tax when you're comparing it to the amount that indoor is worth. Yeah, which is stupid in itself, but uh, there's just many, many reasons. And th- this ties back to what we opened with, the, the you know, slightly sad news about all the layoffs but like this is um what happens when people are just sort of in a race to the bottom you know mm-hmm. open all these companies and cultivation places and and don't do anything exceptional that was that's like the directive instead of hey how are we gonna do something that is maybe not gonna make us you know 10x money but will make us 5x money and we'll have 20 25 million x credibility yeah because we're actually doing something people want sustainability is key that's that's one thing i say at at my work we you know we'll source flour from other growers and like the reality is is it's like we cultivate our own shit but we have to buy flour to meet increasing demand but in order to stay sustainable yeah you gotta like you got to be realistic. Like we want to give people dope weed. And if some people like, but you have to be able to meet the scale of demand. Yeah. But with, if we overextend ourselves now, Mm -hmm. right now, like if we would have bought a third cultivation six months ago, I would not have a job right now. Right. So I thank my boss for making a call like that, that some people would see as, you know, uh, like selling out to some extent, buying flour from somebody else. And that's another level. It's like, that's, as long as you're picking it out yourself, it's like, I've known this grower for 15 years. Like, I will gladly sell his weed. Exactly. You know what I mean? And it's, yeah. dude, that's like some of my favorite, the dosey dose. Right. That, that's some of my favorite shit. We didn't grow that. 
Mm-hmm. It's Mr. Desert. It's the crazy desert guy. The I think I've mentioned guy. him before. Yeah. Crazy desert man. Well, but that's again, it's the same thing. Like that's the the way that you're sourcing is doing it in the best possible way that you can, making sure that you vet the grower, that there's a personal connection there, exactly. that it's strains that you guys can't access, or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. But there's a level of diligence and care that's put into that that is the same as the motto that 710 has, where it's quality over everything. And exactly. all of those choices that you make when you're making those uh, partnerships are with the intention of providing the best quality you can. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's the same thing. Yeah, that's... And the thing is, it, with 710 Labs, is they are trying to be the best, mm-hmm. you know? And mm-hmm. uh, Moxie, for example, is apparently doing great. And yeah. their shit is so expensive, too. And guess what? The best of anything is never the cheapest of anything. Exactly. So, like, if you have an issue with the price, you look at the jump in quality that you get from a 710 Labs 8 from any one of companies that you could name around the $35 price mark. Yeah. It's crazy. So well, this, if you're going to buy legal... This would be 50 on the shelf before, on the shelf, t- before, before tax. tax. Right. But there's there's plenty of weed that's on the shelf before tax that's 35 mm-hmm. But the difference between that $35 rate and this $50 rate is oh, dude, insane. We could compare this to $50 and it would it's still... Like the other brands also, that are doing fifty fifty dollar eights. Yeah, that's like there's a lot of people who Dizzy got forty five dollar kind yeah. of shelves, and it's just yeah. like basic OG shit. Yeah, you know, or, or just like basic doo doo. And this is like this is exotic. It's different, and it's grown to it's connoisseur. This is connoisseur weed, and for almost twenty percent less than somebody else would charge. Like Alien Labs are connected. They could be charging 60 you know this this should be they 60 dollar yeah. weed this should be 50 dollars. Don't, don't give them any ideas but yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> like i'm just saying 50 is reasonably priced for the quality just where the industry is yeah. because yeah. everybody knows Absolutely. what it costs to with the benchmarks the that are there mm-hmm. totally fair um now whether or not like you want to be paying 50 dollars for an eighth that's a separate discussion and also you have to remember that like if you're a daily smoker or whatever and you're going to be consuming more volume then okay yeah this isn't going to be the most economical way for you to procure your flower but special occasion flower or if you're somebody who purely buys for quality and you're Mm -hmm. not consuming large quantities this is this is the kind of thing you want a brand to do you know this is what you want you're going to have like eventually a toolkit like, like a cannabis enthusiast will have a toolkit of all of these things right you'll have your fine flower you'll have the best fucking topical that works for you all the time you'll have whatever wellness cbd ratio formula of something mm-hmm. you want to take for your overall health regimen you'll have patches all this kind of cool <laughs> shit that is just in your cannabis arsenal that was the f- so the 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 reason that i think everyone that everyone should grow if you can mm. if you can grow fucking grow because i just grew a legal amount i grew uh four four plants yeah three year cut one's drying that's Stoked about that technically well within your legal yeah amount, yeah i still actually. got two more plants to go mm-hmm. um but um they the cbd is all day like i just i have my arsenal i just got lucky with the seeds i consciously chose what seeds i wanted to grow it was like cbd I can smoke that shit all day because it's a little THC. It's not sleepy. We'll take a redemption bong rip also because that was disappointing last time. I can say that it's better from experience now. And then the blackjack, that's my sativa. But I found out that it's actually kind of sleepy. 
but it's more of a sativa than the lucky number seven which is like an indica so like just that was i didn't pay shit for that i'm i could be smoking on that for the next like two months yeah which is for for minimal effort and i say minimal effort after you know i've been doing it for seven years now like it's kind of minimal effort and like i let my shit be the example it's tap water well that's the thing it's like you should grow your own especially if you have the space um and certainly if you're at all interested it's super rewarding Mm -hmm. and really enjoyable regardless of the outcome that you get but what you do also have is the peace of mind of knowing exactly what went into your flower when you harvest it you know should you be able to to come up with a harvest that you consider worthy of smoking but it's same thing you're you're you'll get out of it what you're what you're able and willing to put into it you know yeah and like now you know after doing a control grow like where you can really exactly what i can push like with still minimal minimal effort minimal effort because and minimal money too yeah let it be known. well that's what i'm saying willing and able to yeah let let it be known this is very uh, if you're asking about budgets, it's done on the low. Yeah, hit me up if you guys have any questions. Like, ask the two G one B fam because yeah, we can get you started for under five hundred bucks. And you, that's what's the email? Two guys one blunt podcast at, at gmail.com. gmail.com. Send mm-hmm. any questions over there. We'll yeah. happily answer those. And you know, if you live in a state where it's not necessarily legal yet, you know, five hundred dollars, that's one harvest. You know, yeah. you're saving that much money alone you know you're not paying 50 60 40 i don't care how much you're spending and if you grow your six allowed plants and you only get even if you only get an ounce off a plant which is a very like underwhelming harvest let's Mm -hmm, say mm -hmm. you only get an ounce off each plant that's still six ounces that you just got for 500 bucks exactly and the next time you grow it's going to be cheaper because you already bought most of your kit exactly you don't really need to replenish as much it's just the perishables exactly and the nutrients it's Nutrients are the biggest cost, but those last years, you know, yeah. you're only putting a teaspoon in at a time. I, I would say lights and maybe filter are also expensive, yeah, depending lights, on what you do. Lights are definitely expensive, and that's why I say LED lights for sure, yeah. because they pay for themselves in the amount mm. of electricity saved. I can, and, and the heat management advantage. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Uh-huh. Yeah, because then you have to have an air conditioner to manage that. It's, it's expensive if you go HPS, and I can say if you're if you're worried about money the difference is negligible absolutely negligible led Mm. lights gave me a really satisfying grow with like little to no increase in the electric bill it was amazing hps is probably even less effort though i would say like i really didn't do very much at all in my last grow in hps and grew some bomb flower wow but it's just because it's that tried and tested but there's so many more things to worry about like exactly. the cost and the heat and all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. the the i think where we're at now with led is like the trade-off like you're saying it pays for itself mm-hmm. so you should invest in led if you have any idea of even doing it twice exactly dude uh i i think uh stefan has a fucking dope grow Shout out, Mr. Freeth. Yes, dude. His, uh, he gave it, he's doing the opposite. He's doing LED as well, Mm -hmm. but it's like maximum maintenance. You know what I mean? Like, we're talking foliar feeding and nutrient regimen. Like, and this is the first time it's going to see. He's flushing right now. I gave him the old molasses tip. Nice. And so he's flushing it right now, but 
dude, I think Caroline posted a picture of it, of his grow. Nice. Because it was, it's that pretty. Where are you at? So you're saying everybody should grow. Yes, everybody should grow their own cannabis because like, there's no reason not to. If you can do something on a porch, yeah, without it getting stolen or well, I'm, getting I mean, for arrested. people who are in rental spots, it's difficult. That's why I'm not growing. Exactly. You know? Yeah. No, um, that's that is. But if you own your property or you know the person who does and they're cool with it, should definitely grow. Um, yeah, it apartments. takes less space than you think. It costs less than you think. That's very pretty. That's uh, an LED bud coated in crystals. What strain is that he's growing? XBJ16 from second generation genetics which is the son of dj, oh, DJ short, short uh-huh yeah. yep, yep, yep. Uh, nice. and it's dj short blueberry crossed with space dog which is probably space, space dog is space clean and good. chem dog it's Maybe. gotta be yeah so yeah it's looking dude that i can say that it is that dj short blueberry looks like a professionally bred plant like the genes on that are solid yeah because it's just growing stacked like the inner nodes are like the spacing is so it's, tight. Well, that's the other thing is like for all the other things we talk about uh, nowadays, seventy percent is stable genetics of how how good your your flowers. Maybe are. more if you yeah. can get the cure right. Yeah. And just well, that's what I'm saying. I put probably a lot of weight on the cure, like a good fifteen twenty percent. Yeah. On the cure, I it's cures weird. Cures like you can literally grow perfect weed and fuck up on the cure, and it's not, like you cannot fail on the cure. Yeah, but it's also like you can grow shit weed and cure it perfectly, and it's still shit weed. Yeah, you can't know? polish a turd though. Yeah, That's exactly, yeah. exactly. You're not gonna bring more out of it, but you're gonna let it shine the way it should. Yeah, That's really what you can what you can do with it. Crossing my fingers, crossing my fingers. Yeah. <laughs> First round with hey, shit. You're like you like I said earlier. You're making the cake the way it's supposed to be made. So mm-hmm. you know. The, the the most recent one drying is the the most hazy and obviously the most finicky. Yeah, but I'm stoked. Probably it's, probably gonna be worth it. In it's that. gonna be unique. Yeah, but man, these are all parts of the the same thing that I wanted to to get at, which was ritual. Mm-hmm. You know, when you grow, there's ways that you go about certain parts of of growing that are ritualistic, and they become essential to the process and you kind of treat them like just they're just as they're just as if they're just as important as what you're actually putting into the grow, mm-hmm. like the ritual itself and i'm just I, w- I was having a thought the other day that it's kind of getting lost a little bit with how frivolous on the one hand consumption is and just how easy a lot of consumption methods are now where you can vape vaping is like shameless you know edibles can be shameless like and by that, I just mean that you can do them in a really discreet way. Mm-hmm. And so that limits the amount of inhibition you need to show when you're doing it. So I'm not saying that people should feel shame for vaping or taking edibles, but I'm saying that you can do it in a really discreet manner that sort of allows you to do it at any time of day. Yeah, yeah. There's no, there's no gap between the impulse and the reward. Right. So if, you, if you're compulsive... Exactly. If you're compulsive, that could be dangerous. Yeah. Or if you have an addictive personality, that can be a problem. And I Which, think that's one of the issues with with the vaping problem is like probably part of the reason that some of those people are having difficulties is just how easy it is to vape and how constantly people are vaping, treating it like a pacifier. Yeah. Almost. Well, because it was harmless. Yeah. I, I quit vaping over a month ago now. And 
that was my thing finger was, snaps finger snaps yeah well the reason i did it shamelessly and all the time was because it was harmless you know compared to smoking quote unquote yeah right yeah. compared to smoking it's just like who like fuck yeah i'm just gonna vape like i don't have to worry about smoking anymore yeah but like at least with smoking there's that sort of wear and tear on your body that reminds you like okay this don't good. go insane with mm-hmm, it, you know what i mean mm-hmm. whereas with vaping it's like oh i didn't even i didn't even feel it literally you, dude I, you can just vape all fucking day as long as you stay hydrated you're golden yeah like it's yeah it was amazing but that's so that's why people do it is because there's just no there's I wonder no what's like, happening to your blood oxygen levels doing that shit all day man yeah right just constantly making like having non-oxygenated air go in never you're just never breathing you just get more efficient at processing the limited oxygen that's in your bloodstream (laughs) yeah uh and i think maybe that's one of the good things about ritual is like there's that there is like you just said there's a a gap between the impulse and the reward Mm -hmm. and so i think even if you're a compulsive person there's a greater chance that if you practice ritual in your consumption, then you can consume not only mindfully, like I guess that's not important to everybody and I have to be mindful of that, you know, but uh, not just mindfully, but you're, you're going to avoid smoking any more of your stash than you need to. You're probably going to enjoy it more, you know, cause you're making more of a big deal of it. Uh, and I think that's also the other thing is like sometimes when there's no ritual, like there's not a lot of enjoyment to it. And the reason I think I don't, I haven't gotten into, for example, dabbing and stuff like that is that there isn't really a ritual to it. There's a little bit of ritual in mm-hmm. dabbing, but it's sort of over too quickly for me. Yeah, yeah. And I recently, I, like I was telling you the other day, I went back to vaping flower partly because I felt like the slowness of it was helping the ritual. Yeah, yeah. Uh, on top of that, you use such a small amount of flower when you vape. It's so economical. Like in times where your wallet is kind of tight, it it's great you know that's where i really loved my spliffs man takes forever to get through an eighth but uh but i mean it's it's even less weed than you would have in a spliff i'd say Mm -hmm. it's like literally the chamber of the vape that i'm using can take 0.1 of a gram that's crazy and it's uh, the the high that i get from that is perfect that's what people are like whoa when i vape it's uh like you just don't it's not the same and it's like well dude that's only because you're vaping 0.1 of a gram like yeah, you know, if you vape as much as you smoke in a but joint, but how many people are vaping flour though? Not, I swear, not a lot of people say that are vaping flour. Those yeah. people are vaping oil, and because you're vaping a limited spectrum, you're mm-hmm. not getting the same effect. Yeah, no, they're the, the person I was talking to was referencing a volcano. Oh yeah, but I'm like, I guarantee you that they're it's putting a, it's in a minuscule it's amount. Like, a half of a bowl split between six people yeah, like yeah. yeah you're not gonna get as high but like take one of those to the dome take that you know? whole bag they take that whole turkey bag to the face and, and see how you feel. don't forget that that little bowl is like three four bags worth yeah you know what i mean so yeah. take three to four bags right. of that little amount just to yourself because like the you extraction would've... is so efficient it's a ho- it's a full spectrum extraction that's what you're doing when you're creating vapor out of a uh, plant matter it's hot air in a fan and it, that that matter is like something like when they tested it, it was like ninety five percent cannabinoids. Yeah, it's crazy. It's beautiful. It's the it's so much more efficient and clean and safe. Like, the day that somebody makes me a device that feels like I'm smoking a joint, but I'm actually vaping flour, I'll quit smoking. That's what's gonna happen. 
because that's the only thing that's missing for me is the enjoyment of putting a joint to my lips, mm-hmm. smoking, having the joint in my hand, like all of those little sort of uh, tendencies and, and things, habits that you develop around the ritual of the consumption. Mm-hmm. You know, smoking a joint is like a very special type of ritual because you have the pre- you have the build up to it, you have the actual creation of the joint itself, then you're smoking the joint the whole time you're smoking the joint. It's mm-hmm. still it's it's in effect and you know, then when you finish, you're usually in a pretty Yeah, you're <laughs> a pretty satisfied place, if not a, a place where you've overdone it. But I feel like Omura's pretty close then. Because it's, it's got the idea of It has the, little straws. Yeah, it's yeah. so close. It's like a straw, but then the vibrator dildo function. But yeah, I mean, there's there's vapes that... There's flower vapes that already do all of that. Like, Omura is just way too late to the game. Yeah. I, I know what they're trying to do. They're trying to show that it's exclusive because they're partnering with certain flower brands and whatnot, and so that they can bring you ways of consuming that flower that you can't otherwise have. But Yeah, like you can't the load... The cost... Like you can't load your own... Like you can't buy an eighth of crew... Right. In loaded into your G pen pocket vaporizer right. or your crafty. Well, please, yeah, probably don't get a G pen flower yeah, vape or a Pax. Have, yeah, mm-hmm. they don't have the best record with the flower vapes. Yeah, but no. uh, it's a metal coil. <laughs> I, I never it, trusted those. Think vapes. it was combusting. Yeah, yeah dude, yeah. <laughs> fucking lutely, and you're inhaling like nickel and metal oh, from yeah, the, the coil. Chromium and whatnot. Yeah, dude, nasty shit. Yep. Uh, no, the the flower vapes you can buy now on the market for hundred to the hundred and fifty dollar range. You can get a kick ass flower vape that's portable and uh, will give you all the flavor and vapor that you want. And you can control the temperature to the to the single degree. Mm-hmm. They've come a long way in the last few years, and and they were pretty cool when I started using them. And I'm sure you probably also have tried the Magic Flight Launch Box at yeah, some point. You just literally pushing the battery into the contact, and you have a little tray that it sits above the heating element, and it's a mixture of convection and conduction heat. But it's I just great. remember being amazed that in Kansas you could order them, yeah, smoke the fuck out of them, and then when they break, you can send it through the mail to them, yeah. And they'll send you a new, a one. new one. No questions asked. They are awesome. Dude. I was just like, I was so terrified of like it, that being illegal. Like I was like, how does somebody not just arrest you for mailing, for mailing a dirty shit? It's paraphernalia. on this. Literally. So I never did it, but I people did in Kansas, in Missouri. I knew people that did it both ways. Mm. So I was always yeah. big ups to Magic, the Magic Flight. Flight. Like, oh geez, for being yeah, like so many people's first experience of a herb vape and being a really positive one. And were we talking about the Silver Surfer? I think we did. The, Dude, as for desktop units, awesome. The brown box well. and the yeah. Silver Surfer, those beautiful concept glass on glass ceramic, all glass pathways. Mm-hmm. That's what we like. That's what I use now. The, the I'm using an Ariser Go, mm-hmm. all glass pathway. You know, uh, super simple, it's really small be. form factor, fits easily in your palm. Mm-hmm. Uh, they even give you a little carry case. You get an extra stem in there so you can have a bowl loaded to go. Yep, like, that's awesome. That's that's the kind of thing that flower, company, flower vape companies are working on now. They're like, how do we make sure that people can stash an extra mm-hmm. half a gram of flour to... To make it more convenient. Right, because that's the thing. It's like you want your second and third sesh to be ready. Yeah, yeah. Um Man, but I, the ritual of it, man. The ritual is like it's really nice, and I feel like it's it's helped connect me, and not sound too corny, but it's helped connect me a little bit mm-hmm. back to the flower, where maybe I've been a little detached in some of my consumption. 
I think it's you. It may be more of just your mindset of using the ritual to connect. Because, mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. you know, I know also. heroin addicts that love the ritual of doing heroin, yeah. but yeah. I can't imagine that that's too mindful. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think you're more just well, the fact that you are choosing to be mindful is just imbuing everything with that, perhaps. With a better feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then again, maybe. Because ritual is not uncommon for, like, recreational substances in general, you know? And, yeah, like, heroin as one. There's the dude that rolls the blunt. a dark example, but... Yeah, yeah. Still. It's, I just think, because that's, like, pretty... I feel like tying off and injecting yourself with a needle and, like, cooking whatever the fuck with a spoon, like, that's so much more intense work than rolling a joint. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like... I like you. That's like you got to be a fucking scientist thinking, and a doctor to do that. We're in thinking the from way. a non-heroin addict perspective, so we're genuinely fearful yeah. of trying to freebase <laughs> some shit. But literally, when you like heroin, that's just like it's tasty. It's like, well, I saw my neighbor do it, yeah. so fuck it. <laughs> fuck it, I'll try it. No, but you're right. Her- uh, ritual could also be used. Uh, just as much in a negative context Mm -hmm. and i guess you could talk about the way that people treat drinking you know on on a on a weekend very ritualistic people going to a goddamn bar yeah but i think they think maybe they think that going to the bar and spending money as the ritual is like separating that from being a problem right or that it won't be as fun if they don't do it that That true but what if because you if you drink at home then it's a problem. But if you go to right. a bar and drink... But that's because there's the association of drinking at home means you're probably drinking alone, means you're probably drinking sad, not uh-huh. drinking happy. Yeah, when you're yeah. at a bar, you're supposed to be drinking happy, right? And if you're at a bar by yourself, you're also drinking sad. Exactly. So, But it's better to drink at a bar by yourself and meet a friend or right. talk to the bartender that you know. Exactly, the- yeah. It's you weird. don't look quite so much of a psychopath. Exactly. Or just alcoholic, really. Yeah. So that's... Uh, I think that's maybe the the subconscious like oh this is keeping it from being a problem mm. enables them to just spend a lot of money there constantly because if it wasn't you know yeah. if I wasn't going out and drinking I would be drunk at home all the time you know yeah well that sort of brings me to the next point which is like the whole that commodity factor of cannabis now making it also like where there's less ritual but there's also such abundance and such choice and variety and all of this access because we work in cannabis as well that i found like okay there's going to be times where i have to take an extra layer of caution in regulating my intake Mm -hmm. you know because it's very easy when there is so much around you to just be like oh cool well it's flowing like water so i'll drink it like water Mm -hmm. but it's not water you know yeah so yeah for me um i can only be so high for so long right like, before you sort of get fed up and before i just get tired yeah before i fall asleep. fall asleep and i'm such mm-hmm. a like proactive person that like i would i don't let myself get so high that i take a nap mid-afternoon like right. i have to stay productive you know like that's I, another reason I've been enjoying flower vaping is because I can do that early in the day and not have that yeah, that's, outcome. I find cannabis drinks, small doses of cannabis drinks are yeah. perfect for it. They're always uplifting. Uh, but I know my CBD flower, the Cali Cure, yeah, yeah. that is a great all-day smoker. Um, 
certain the lemon cake from Henry's still mm-hmm. to this mm-hmm. day finished so fucking clean. That's what it's about for me. During the day, it's got to finish clean. Yeah. And late at night, past, it can't let you crash. Yeah, ex- right. past seven o'clock, I whatever. Like, Smoke whatever. Yeah, exactly. And that's the fun time. That's when I get to try all the hybrids and all the indicas. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, but and now with the sour tangy, this the turp profile is perfect for an all day smoke. But it doesn't matter what the turp profile is when it's twenty seven percent THC. There's also the factor of just dosing. Like at a certain point, you're gonna get an inverse effect of what you were going for. Exactly. That's exactly right. And uh, I don't. That's the thing. I love the ritual of yeah. smoking an entire bong bowl throughout a couple hours. Mm-hmm, versus mm-hmm. this, it's like the sour tangy one hit for two three hours. Yeah. And then it's like the bowl's not even done by the time it's indica time or by the time it's even bedtime. Yeah. For that. Look, like this, we're not even halfway through this joint. Yeah, we put dude. it down. And it's it's solid. Like I just yeah. feel like so. I was like it's super. It's very. It's all like up here. Yeah, I was like super stoned cerebrally, like re, uh, very, very retarded. You know, my <laughs> mental processes were very slowed down. No literally, shade, no shade, no shade. Yeah, to the slow. L- literally, um, processes were retarded, and now I feel like stoned but like awake and alert and active you know mm-hmm. but i definitely feel like high thc in the center of my brain you yeah know, that yeah like the cogs are moving yeah definitely definitely stoned there's no question yeah so would you say that you found this the same sort of thing where you like have to adult yourself to a, a, an extra degree than yeah. maybe you would have because like when i think about what i'm comparing it to i guess in my mind is like being in england there was a limited amount of access you know, or mm-hmm. Spain or wherever, there's a limited amount of access and you know that you have a finite amount till your next payday. So doing the math of how much you can consume is sort of easy. Yeah. Because you know, like, well, I don't know when I'm getting the next batch and I can't get any till X day. Mm-hmm. So this is how much I have. Now with it just being like, every day I wake up and there's, there, I never have to have that thought of like, where am I getting weed from? It's there. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. always there when I need it. Like I'm, I'm it's, I'm very grateful for it. It's an extreme blessing. Yeah, yeah. For somebody who loves weed so much, for it to always be there. But I've had to take that extra step of like, okay, cool, it's there. I don't need to have it right now. It's there, mm-hmm. you know? Whereas I think when it's that much harder to get a hold of, it's it's a little bit easier to fetishize it a little more, I guess. So I, yeah. don't, I, I don't, I'm trying to... I think it's personality types... Because I came out here and worked for an edible company mm. and found out the second day that t- you cannot take that many edibles. <laughs> it's not fun. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. It's sort of, uh, it, it's like a self-fulfilling anti, anti, anti-overuse. Yeah. It's, it's like psychedelics in the way that like, it's really hard. It's really hard to overuse it. Yeah, you have like, a crazy mushroom trip. You don't wake up the next day and like, let me do that again. Exactly. And for me, I am just a proactive person. So I'm going to get shit done, but I'm going to use cannabis to unwind. We mm-hmm. don't talk about alcohol being a demotivator. Right. People use it to unwind. Mm-hmm. But I know people who are lazy as shit that just smoke weed all day. I know yeah. people that yes. don't ever want to accomplish anything that are just dabbed out constantly. Right. But like, I also know some of the most hardworking people I know. It's are, really just an amplification of who you already exactly. are. That, uh, I don't know. It was either XKCD or like comics for humanity. There's like some, a comic book that was like titled the first time I smoked pot. 
and it was like a dude i've probably told this story before but it's a guy sitting on a couch eating chips two guys watching tv eating chips they like eat chips second frame just sitting there third frame uh third frame the guy buddy turns to the other guy goes hey do you want to try some weed fourth frame is like sure (laughs) so it's like yeah it's like whatever the fuck i know so many people that don't smoke weed that might as well fucking smoke weed because they're not doing anything anyways yeah you know what i mean that's the old cat williams joke he's like he's like i get it if you're trying to keep your piss clean because you got to pass a drug test to work he's like if you don't do shit and you're not smoking weed what the fuck are you doing with your life (laughs) if you're already not doing shit this is the best way to not do shit (laughs) seriously that's so funny yeah um no i think uh it's just interesting and i I sort of wanted to bring it up because i know like we've both come from growing up in places where there was limited access and it Mm -hmm. was illegal and whatever so there there was probably like an inbuilt way of regulating your intake um and obviously you know when the younger you are the less money you have generally so there's only a certain amount and now it's sort of the same thing you know when when the budget is tight you know you can only procure a certain amount but it feels like given how connected we are we can Mm -hmm. get a lot more for our money than most people would yeah so there's still that level of regulating to do that's true i i'm at the spot i mean now i'm growing because i'm i'm not out there in the field as much but i live next to the dispensary yeah you're growing but you're not out in the field (laughs) i wish i was yeah in both both aspects um but i live down the street from the dispensary that i basically work for so full discount on those that baby buff, that's like all I fucking need. Which is just the sort of smaller buds, popcorn yeah, buds. Yeah, pop. It's fifty dollar quarters for nice. a for a forty five. I'm seeing eight. this more and more. I've noticed. Uh, last time I was at uh, City Compassionate downtown, mm-hmm. the Cure Company is doing the same thing. Really, forty five dollar quarters even of the wow. smaller buds, mm-hmm. which is pretty damn cool. Yeah, because a lot of the time you're getting less stem. You're probably just getting slightly less plump trichomes. Yeah. That's what I, I'd say. It, you're definitely smoking more plant matter, more chlorophyll, for sure. But it's not much. Depends on the and trim. For the it price, might not be much, yeah. Like, if it's true. a good trim job, it really might not be that much more plant matter. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And you might actually have more actual bracts, mm-hmm. you know? I was going to say calyxes. almost got it wrong. Uh, it was more bracts because uh, the stem component is usually less or non-existent on the mm-hmm, smaller buds mm-hmm. whereas sometimes when you see a fat nug you know there's a thick stem yeah, exactly there, so that's a good point yeah either way pop in i know cream of the crop is doing like a four gram littles or something or two grams two gram littles that ends up being cheaper than an eighth if you got four grams of it yeah type of shit like everybody's trying to find a way to like use all the cannabis but also like give a deal too because yeah. i mean because everybody knows the taxes are fucked yeah you and you got to make sales you know like it's it's both ends they got to hook up yeah. the customer they got to make sales but i think with moxie and 710 labs and connected all expensive as hell but succeeding yeah and uh you can say that moxie and maybe 710 labs so just is moxie their, being successful that's right what now? i've heard i've heard they're just crushing it because same thing they've got their fanboys they seem like they're so of yesteryear. I know. To me. I but it's still quality. It's just BHO. You know what I mean? They're BHO and proud of it. Those guys, they do know their shit. Yeah. I will say, 
they're they're making a choice they're making a choice and they're sticking with it so like respect for that but like you know it's it those guys were there at the beginning and i wasn't dabbing so i mean they were at the beginning i will say that good for them they're Who knows in what state though? But like again, that this comes back to uh, and I, well, you mentioned seven ten, mm-hmm. so it's really a case of these companies building up enough of a customer base because they prioritize their quality. Yeah, and then people know once they buy from this company, they can almost buy blind from the company because they know that the quality is always at a certain bar. Which is that's the point, and then you're saving on samples. Then yeah. the industry can move towards saving that extra 10 percent on mm-hmm. the sample jar that's donated every time right. you know because we have to hook so many people in yeah just really double down on your core customers which i think is the smarter move these Again. days like target your market if you know who they are mm-hmm. and when you find them deliver and over deliver yeah repeatedly over deliver that's it martha stewart is what i say like great product reasonable mm-hmm. price like that's that's it yes yeah. that's all you need is or just be and be honest be like uh some grower i don't even know his original name i just followed him because it's so funny changed his instagram to failed grower and i'm looking i'm looking at this guy's instagram and it's it's beautiful is it like that meme account about bushweed pretty much it's like one of those uh, mids specialist failed right. grower of the year four times running herm master pm experts hashtag mites on mites hashtag gatorade tech hashtag oh plants God. love electrolytes hashtag oh four star for life no that's uh i get it now that's an idiocracy <laughs> reference exactly i hadn't seen that until about a month ago oh wow yeah i i saw it recently too so i i slept on that but this guy just PSA, plants do not love electrolytes. Yeah, no, they don't. Seeing as we live in times that are fucking very parallel to what happened in Idiocracy. Mm-hmm. So this guy is like reminiscing over what is very obviously hermied and pollinated dank bud. It's from Mean Gene from Mendocino. Uh-huh. Oh, that's just a fan. I was hoping he'd say something. I was hoping it was going to be like, well, I fucked up. That's just the turbine wind. Ouch. He goes, this would have been the best room I did this year if I didn't end up herming it like a dummy. (laughs) And people are really into this because he is honest about it. He's owning up completely. He's beating everyone else to the punch. But most importantly, he's being transparent about even if you're this high profile breeder or grower, we all make mistakes. Yeah. Yeah. And And he's just owning up to it. None of us know it all. Dude, I saw some... And you should distrust anybody who says they do. Yeah. Uh, League of Legends documentary on Netflix Mm -hmm. where they fucked up a tournament. This, like, there were, like, tons of people there. It was, like, this professional League of Legends tournament where they had to disconnect and restart a game seven times. Where that's just, like, that's, like, saying, like... 50 minutes into the World Cup. Oh, oh shit. We got to start over, guys. We're so sorry. Yeah. Seven times. Wow. So it lasted a game that usually lasts 30 minutes to an hour. It lasted seven hours. And then they had to pull. They just pulled the plug because they couldn't figure it out. They're like, we can't do it. And so every all the fans that like paid for tickets to be there were like, 
fuck you, like, this is fucking bullshit. And they're just like, guys. Wait, what were they trying to do? Uh, it was a tournament. It was a world championship. And people uh, were just there to view it. Yeah. Oh, okay, so okay. it was like, essentially, there were, you know, tens of thousands of people watching. Yeah, this shit is big business. Though. Yeah, yeah. Did this happen recently? Yeah, this was within the last three years, I'm okay. pretty sure. All right. And um, everyone was pissed. And they're like, guys, we have no idea what happened. We're so sorry. We got to pull the plug. Um, we're going to refund you your tickets. We know you don't care about that. Blah, blah, blah. And uh, we're going to give you all 25 riot points, which is like, you know, $100 in store credit for shit like digital zeros and ones that aren't even really anything. Yeah. Everybody loses their fucking mind. Forgiven instantly. I'll give you fucking 25 riot points. No, no. Positive. 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 Everyone was like, yes. Oh, my God. Yes. Like, dude, they fixed the worst PR thing that could have ever happened. They just owned up immediately hmm. and then gave everybody something free. Like hooked them up. Yeah. Even though to them it was nothing. You know, it's like worth something technically, but like in that moment, what's worth more? The fake, fake million dollars or like the potential, you know, they're making. Upsetting the audience that might come back next year. Exactly. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Like billions of dollars in future consumers and fans, basically. Mm. And so, like, I think from that lesson, we can learn that, like, transparency and honesty is going to go further than anything. And we've been saying it since day one. Like, yeah. be honest. Don't be shady. Like, do do it right. Just fucking do it right. Yeah. And people will see that. And, and know that you're not going to fool the cannabis consumer. People... Uh, we're high, but we're not dumb. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> That's a t-shirt right there. <laughs> Uh, hit us up in the comments if you wanna. We're high, but we're not dumb. Two guys, one blunt merch uh, for the new year. We're high, <laughs> right in time for Valentine's. Christmas is probably gonna come too early for us. Yeah, we no. should do an end of the year review to check whether our predictions from last year came true. That's a great idea. Um, but well, here's one that's already come true. You're over. you're right. Yeah, we have said from the beginning. Do things to the best of your ability and put the the utmost that you can into the product that you're making and your your consumer base will naturally just grow mm -hmm. you will reach as many people as possible the word of mouth will spread every time somebody uses it they'll recommend it to a friend and that's the way that you're going to really grow your network of cannabis clientele is by creating the best possible product that you can and giving it to people at the most reasonable price that you can while still making money for a great example, I heard Raw Garden just got a fat chunk of money mm -hmm. out of all the industry is not getting investments. Yep. Somebody just invested in Raw Garden huge. Yeah, because their margins are probably great. Exactly. It's a real, and they're the only people selling regularly. They mm -hmm. sell out still, and they're just going to sweep, they're going to sweep the hash oil market, you know? Yeah. But the thing is, that's not the 710 Labs. No, that's still the solvent game. Mm -hmm. They're destroying the solvent and game. And good for them. Clean yeah. Green Certified. Yeah. Which, I heard Source is Clean Green Certified. How about that? So wait, does Clean Green in this case mean tested at Source for Clean Green and then tested as final product Clean Green? I think so. That's pretty dope. Yeah. Like it's because they cultivate yeah. their own shit. So it's like their cultivation facilities and methods meet clean green certification standards yeah so like anything that comes out of this is certified mm. so that's but raw garden too 
just clean green certified i don't know how because they're using solvents another example of but they obviously are doing the solvent thing with the maximum level of quality that they can provide it's got to be limonene i'm telling you it's limonene as a solvent lho mm-hmm limonene hash oil literally listen horatio delbert from bc is the i think the first person to come up with that so yeah maybe he's involved or uh, they have his tech somehow. Or somebody listened to his podcast, yeah. Or watched his two-hour fucking YouTube videos on how to distill limonene oh, to shit. use as a solvent. Well, because food-grade limonene and distilled limonene are two very different things. Yeah, places. yeah. I've heard food-grade limonene Gross. is dangerous. Yeah, not to be used as a solvent. Because it's like ground-up orange peels covered in pesticides, basically. Yeah. Definitely not to be used as a but solvent. But there is a huge... Like, it is... Oh, you know, maybe it's got to be that. Because, like... Were we talking about the amount of orange peels that are available from the orange juice industry? They don't have anything to do other than create limonene for shit price. Mm. So, like, Raw Garden says, here, we'll buy your limonene for a fraction of what butane costs. Bada bing, bada boom. We've got a solventless solvent, basically. Right. It's... All right, keep an I'd eye like, out for I'd Raw like Garden. I'd like to know. I'd like to know. Raw Garden. We'll, we'll at you. We'll tag you in the yeah, post. Yeah, Raw so. Garden, tell us your industry secrets that yeah. are clearly causing you to be like... Just DM us. We won't tell anyone. The one safe bet. The one safe bet. Either that or who do you know at Clean Green Certified? Mm-hmm. Not to, not to, you know, cast aspersions, but... Yeah, I follow them on Instagram. It's just a 60-something-year-old dude. Really? Yeah, it's just okay. some old white guy. That like he's like we're here at Turtleneck Farms in Oregon, and they've shown that nothing but the best standards. We're proud to ha- like it's so wholesome and That's legit. Amazing. Yeah, it's it's no uh, well. There's no corruption possible. I don't think like there's uh, it's on every list. They're like the best, the closest to the organic standards grading, which we mm-hmm. know is very corruptible. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So this is better than organic cannabis. Yeah passes the medical standards and it also uh and let's be clear all cannabis should meet a standard that is safe for medical consumption because by being safe for medical consumption it also means it's safe for recreational consumption exactly i mean we're talking about inhaling There's, yeah i mean the tobacco industry going into a blood-rich organ in your lungs and then being passed throughout the body yeah uh yeah that's a whole I mean, that's just a whole another podcast, pesticides on black market flour. It's coming out, too. Oof. They're testing everything. Yeah. And all of the vapes have pesticides in it. So, like we've been saying all year, guys, even before this even happened, do it at your dispensary unless you know the company, unless you know the grower. Or do it yourself, like you said. Mm-hmm. Grow or do your it own. yourself, exactly. You know, but... Yeah, put your put your eggs in the baskets of those who make really really nice baskets. Vote with your dollar. Yeah, and if you have to buy eggs, then buy the best quality eggs you can. Same goes for everything, people. We'll be mm-hmm. back very soon. Remember, it's now on Spotify and iTunes as well. Two Ooh. guys, one blunt. Uh, just search for two guys, one blunt. I think all is one word with the numbers two and one on both mm-hmm. of those if not spell it out and uh you can get the link of both for both of those on the soundcloud and in the instagram bio yes come find us we'll fight you or we'll love you whatever you want or a little of both because <laughs> life's all about balance there you go uh we'll be back soon with our check on our predictions and uh, maybe an update from the new garden yeah and our 20th podcast yeah 
coming soon. Woo! All right. Until then. Doctor. 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 Doctor.